Father, I thank you tonight. Thank you, girl. I love you. Bring me that just real fast. Y'all be seated just for a moment. Can y'all endure a little bit? I ain't going to be long. It's 7.51. But I got something again. I felt it earlier this morning, and I kind of just passed it and put it in the back and said, well, and then here this happened. So I thought, well, Lord, this is what it's all about. I speak collectively to our church as a whole tonight. And, and I say this, uh, I say this very carefully. I speak collectively as a whole, but I speak collectively as individuals, two individuals tonight. <clears throat> and early this morning in prayer, we've used the terminology transitions. We've used the terminology in, in church settings. Me and Brother Bushnell, transition, church transition. Got family transitions, on and so forth. But this scripture came to, to my, my spirit early this morning. And it's in Joshua chapter 3. And I've preached from this text, but there's this a part I want to dig. Verse 4 said, Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near it, that ye may know the way by which you must go, for ye have not passed this way before common we've heard that scripture you're going a place but here's what I want you to see verse 14 and it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priest bearing the ark of the covenant before the people next verse and it and as they bear the ark, and as they that bear the ark were coming to Jordan, and the feet of the priest that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all its banks, its harvest time. This morning it, it just began to, just, just like a bomb in my spirit, the banks are overflowing. The banks are overflowing. And immediately he directed me to this passage of Scripture. They were crossing over. Understand that before they crossed over, it was already prophesied, spoken by the Word of God. This is where you're going. This is the place you're going to occupy. This is what you have been longing and dreaming and hoping for and believing that the day would finally come you and I to get there. It would be like you and I, Sister Agnes. What prayer is at the top of your list? That God, if you just did that one, my whole world is going to just be better and more peaceful. That's where the children of Israel are right now. What they had been longing for. But understand, their longing started with a word from God. There's nothing that you and I hatch on our own. 
We may think we do it, and we may think. That's why these things that we come up with and ideas and, and vision to a man that's lined up with God in prayer and fasting and God speaking to him and God gives him a word, he didn't think of that on his own. I've scratched my head sometimes and said, God, I, I can't think of this kind of stuff. I, my brain ain't even programmed like that. I'm trying to help somebody from the very beginning. Your dream and promise is not something you thought up. It was something a preacher preached over a pulpit something in you woke up that preacher might have been preaching backsliders are coming home and seed was sown in you and something woke up I'm here to declare to this church we're in harvest time and it's time to cross over this is what we've been waiting for this is what we've been longing for. This is the place I want to occupy. I've seen it in the spirit. I've seen where God wants. I've seen the churches. I've seen the place. I've seen the people. I know where we're going. You've seen the places. You've seen the people. You've seen your sons and daughters sitting on that pew. That wasn't because you ate pizza. That was because God breathed life into you. Because that old thing was dead inside of you. You said they'll never change. And God said everything I am about in the people of God is changing things. This is what you're waiting for. This is what you wanted. He said, you're going someplace you ain't never been before. I don't ever record or find somewhere in there in some of those verses. I don't see where there was a, a great party. I see that it was just marching orders, Brother Charlie. This is what we do. This is what we got to do. Sometimes living for God is I've got to do it. We're waiting for a mystical thump in the head or some just fire from heaven that's going to sometimes fall. It don't work like that, huh, Brother Charlie? More times than not, Sister Debbie, I've been walking for God, looking for him, and I'm looking for a writing on the wall. I'm looking for a fire to fall. I'm look I, I, I got my hearing aids turned up trying to find a voice of God, and I don't hear nothing. But here's what I do know. If I keep walking and moving forward, God says, I'm going to be with you until the end. I started this, and I'm going to finish this. He's not the author of confusion. If you're battling confusion, in your mind that's not of God let's just call it like it is let's bind the spirit of confusion and move into the peace of God that's promised for his people but there ain't no party it's just I move according to what the word says I gotta just move forward Joshua didn't come down there and say Come on, Asterisk. Come on, Benaniah. Come on, Obadiah. Come on, Zechariah. Come on, Flutaniah. Come on, Robaniah. He didn't do none of that to the ayahs. Why? Because when the day comes that God moves us in, you've got to choose to go to a place you've never been before. And living for God is going from place to place that you've never been before. I, I, that's why you, I, I'm being real calm right now. Real, real. That's why I diabolically oppose a maintenance mentality in apostolic Pentecost.
I can't find it. I can't find it. Everywhere I find in Scripture, Jesus said it like this. Go into all the world. That's the first commission. Go. It's like this. And then the apostles. Apostolic means what? Sent. He said, I'm going to give you some men that are going to govern where you go. So everything about it is God says, go and I must be sent. And anything that doesn't move outside of that misses the promises of God. And God's got people lined up at the door, backsliding son and daughters wanting to come. And all God's looking for is somebody to say, I'll go. You say, what do you mean where you go? I will go where I've never been before. I'll go in prayer where I've never been before. I'll go in fasting where I've never fasted a day in my life. I'll go in consistent fasting and prayer. I'll start reading my word more than just a methodical ritualism. And I'll start reading and get me a commentary in a Strong's Dictionary. And I'll start reading it and trying to study what the words are. And I'll grow myself through the word of God. Because I want to see my son and daughter walk in the back door. I want to see my son that's bound by everything under the sun. I want to see him walking. I'm willing to go where I've never been before. Regardless of how comfortable Regardless of how I feel Regardless of what feels good Or what people think about me When are we going to get beyond what people think I'm done with what people think I'm done I'll follow my elders But after that I'm done Because I'm not going to let somebody's soul be in the balances because I would not transition. He says, and the ark went before them. Go back one verse, 14. Here it is to prove everything I'm saying. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents. We got to get out of our house. We've got to get out of kinder. Oh, oh God. No, I'm not down in kinder. We're going to keep reaching kinder. We're going to keep praying for kinder. We've got to get outside of the territorial bounds and go there, go there, go to the river, go there, go there. It don't matter. Just go anywhere that's different that I've never been before. I thought I'd have got a better response. That told me I hit the sacred cow right there. They got out of their house. You say, well, I do. I go visit Bobby. You've been visiting Bobby every 30, for 30 years. And Bobby ain't changed. Here's what that means. Put Bobby on the prayer list, personal. Be an example to Bobby and go find Bobby Sue. Go find somebody that you ain't never taught a Bible study to. Go find somebody outside of the tent because here's what I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost. Your sons and daughters, if I'll turn in my card, if I'm not telling what I feel in the unction of God and don't come to pass, if we'll go where we've never gone before and reach for people we've never reached before, your sons and daughters will walk in that back door. I didn't say all of them. 
I said, some of them will walk in that back door. I don't know about you, but I'm not in for winning the lottery. I want it to be my son. I want it to be my daughter. I want it to be my family. I want it to be my community. I want it to be my neighbor. I want it to be my other neighbor. I want it to be the deal. I want it to be whoever the Lord wants it to be. Don't leave here and say I'm not for kinder. We just prayed for kinder. I'm trying to shift your thinking to see and when you walk into places you ain't never been before. We got to leave the tent. We got to leave the place that's comfortable. We got to leave the place where we've always stayed. I'm preaching about three or four people specifically. When you walked in the building night, the Lord said, here it is. That's why. Please hear me today. I'm not just rattling. I got a lesson I could have taught for you for weeks. I feel in the Holy Ghost today, somebody needs to understand God's transitioning you. The things you and I are facing in our physical body are transitions. It's not the devil. It's God allowing these things to happen to shift my thinking to understanding to what God wants to do. When I was my lowest, sick in my body, I was stronger spiritually. When I was sitting in that wheelchair and I was fighting hell under, uh, from one end to the other, I'd have some, I'd come up out of that and I could see things spiritually that I'd never seen before. But if I never went through that, I'd have never seen a side of him that I, I saw while I sat in that wheelchair. Listen, everything we go through is not because God's against us. God's trying to help us transition from a tent to a wanderer. about done and it came to pass when they left the tent they passed over Jordan and the priest bearing the ark of the covenant before the people next verse here it is there was always something pointing the way brother Brian there's always going to be an element of God that's going to make sure we see what God's doing that's why these people that ascribe God's left the church. God's left his people. God just left this world to its own. God ain't left. God is closer now than he's ever been before for us. He's closer now in our situations than we've ever been before. And if we can somehow lift our eyes to see me leaving my tent's not a bad thing. I'm not asking you to leave your tent and go move somewhere else. What I'm saying is tent represents comfort. Tent represents security. There's something that God wants to take us to that we've never been before. And there's a security. There's a safety. There's a peace in being in God's will and going beyond what's normal. The ark goes first. The feet of the priest. Here it is. What did old Moses do? And this is his boy. Joshua. What did Moses do when he came to the Red Sea? It opened up. But what did his rod? God comes down here and goes, Hey, Josh, just keep walking. I'm going to do a little different this time. When the feet hit, it's going to open. I don't need your rod. 
This is where I go back to it. I, I, the way we, I'm not denouncing doctrine. I'm not denouncing holiness. I'm not denouncing the experiences of the elders and what got us to where we are. All I'm saying is, God's not wanting to use the rod no more. He's wanting to use your foot. What He's trying to show us symbolically is, we got to get mobile. It's not just for the man of God to do it no more. I need the priest to get it on their feet. It ain't just good enough for Moses to do it. The priests represent you and represent me. For now, brethren, you're a royal priesthood a chosen generation God's telling us quit waiting for the preacher move your feet and watch God bring your family home watch Moses ain't here brother Bushnell's here but he ain't here and I'm going to tell you, I'm here, but I wasn't here this week. What happens if I go again? Oh, God. Ain't going nowhere. But you got to be mature enough in your faith. To know this thing ain't on the shoulders of one man. I need a preacher, yes. But this ain't about one man. This is about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God suffered violence. And just because Moses pulled out a rod and he began to do it, that was under that, that season. But now God's trying to show us by symbolism that when the priests began to move forward, when they left their tent, when they left what was comfortable, and that foot touched the water, nothing could stop them from there. I want to help somebody tonight. Nothing can stop you when you get your feet a moving. That's why I cannot believe in dead church. I can never accept a non-praising church. If you and I can't praise God, we'll never make heaven. We'll never make it because heaven's about praise. Stand with me. He said, "My feet." And feet hit. And here it is. Hey. Bzzz. His feet hit, Sister Lisa. And watch what happened. It's like God says like this. You know what to do. But I know where the struggle's at. And this is what helped me, Sister Debbie. Jordan, the great descender, always a type and shadow of the flesh. Okay? And God's saying, I need you to get out of your tent. I need to make, you got to get your feet a moving. Those that are physically able. Now, if you can't move your feet, I understand. But if you move them feet, God's saying, you got to do so. If you want to see the promises that you've been waiting for. He goes, now, I know where the battle's going to be. Notice, it wasn't the Jordan. Like, this is the Jordan. It wasn't the Hittites going, boy, I'm waiting for you, Jack. There wasn't no Amorites on the other side. They weren't on the other side going, Ooh, here come them Israelites. Boy, we just going to eat them up. The Israelites did not see them yet. 
The battles, not the, the, the Amorites, Hittites, that's all symbols of demonic strongholds that you and I are responsible to tearing down once we carry over. Canaan's not heaven. Canaan is dwelling now. We'll deal with them on another sermon another night. The battle, he said, is not the Hittites and the Amorites because God already gave them a word and said, when you go, just stay obedient. I'm going to fight all that for you. That's Calvary. He says, and the writers put it in parentheses. I wonder if them old writers didn't know. He said, for the Jordan overfloweth all his banks at the time of harvest. What are you saying, preacher? Here it is. When it's time for you to come right on the brink of what God's promised you and you to possess it. Jordan is flesh. Overrunning means flesh out of control. Come on, somebody. Stay with me. I'm short-winded tonight. So the biggest battle, Taylor, I'm going to face before I cross and grab my promise is my flesh is going to be out of control. Not the devil. Not the Hittites, Amorites, and Jebusites. But my flesh is going to hinder me when I go to get out of the tent. Watch me. Oh, no, man. Man, look at Place. The Jordan is overflowing. There ain't no way we're going to cross that place. Oh, man. I, watch me. Let's just go back to our tent. Now, I'm preaching to a bunch of men that know how to work. I doubt the men did that. Those men rolled up their sleeve and said, this is for my family. This is for my home. This is for my kids coming home. That's why I preach and I'm going to keep preaching it. It wasn't Eve's fault. It was Adam's fault. If I kill... Adam was absent when he should have been protecting that woman and showing her how to pray, showing her how to praise, showing her how to worship. And Junior's going to follow right after that. He said, your biggest struggle when it comes time is taking your flesh, Brother Daryl, and going on a three-day fast. My biggest struggle, Brother Sean... Is right when I'm about to break over. Right before I left San Francisco. One year, three months. One year, two months, two weeks. I'm about to go crazy. I told her. I don't care what Brother Ewan said. Brother Ma, I, I want to go home. God's told me to go home. But I, thank God for a good wife. That ain't how you were raised. You know better than that. I shut up. Two weeks later, Brother Sean, Brother Ewan, and Brother Morgan both said, it's time for you to go back to Lake Charles. But if I'd have lost my mind, I could have messed up everything that God wanted to do in the transition. I'm trying to help somebody with the best help of the Holy Ghost that can flow through me. Don't lose it right now. Don't lose your head right now. Don't lose your faith right now. Don't lose your promise right now. We're on the verge of crossing over the Jordan and seeing things we've never seen before. Let's stay with what God has. Is there anybody here today that would just say, Brother Benoit, I feel what you're saying in the Word of God. Slip your hands to heavens right now. Come on. Come on. Come on, lift your hands right now. Come on, I'm old school. Step out of that pew. Let's come to the front right now. Let's close. 
Come on, everybody. Let's close as a family right now at this altar. Come on, everybody. Sister Ashley, Sister Lisa, don't worry about music. We'll be all right. Now, come on, somebody. Let's don't let it go dead at the altar. The altar is a place that we, we make the decision. Come on, let's don't let our altar die. We got praising going now. We're moving. But let's don't let our altar die. At the altar is where I make a decision. You came down here to lay something down. Let's lay it down and let's pick up now. Hope and faith and trust right now. Come on, lift your voice. I need some men right now that's got a man, a gut in them that's going to lead your family in prayer. Praise, worship, lift your voice. Let your wife and kids hear you pray. Jesus in your name today. Jesus in your name. God, I lay down my weariness and fatigue. I pick up right now faith again in your word. God, I'm going to go where you want me to go. I'm going to walk in that anointing you want me to walk. I'm going to walk in that ministry you've asked me to walk in. I'm going to pray like you've asked me to pray. God, I need it for the sake of my family. I've got to leave the tent.